Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bars! Yeah. Yes. yes. He got down. So, right, that, show, that show has been so good the last couple nights. The entire playoffs, but the last couple nights. Oh, and yeah, they've been doing yeah. yeah, they've been doing stuff like they've been pulling pranks on Barkley and you know, and and last night they just started laughing at a dumb inside yeah. joke and it was it was it, it's been great. That show is the best pre-slash-post-game show in sports television history. Yeah. I like it. A couple nights ago, they started making fun of Chuck because his tie, the <laughs> front of his tie, was shorter than the back of his tie. Yeah, okay, so, so, like, the thin part was longer than the fat part, someone, and you could see it. As someone, and everybody in this room has been on television at one time or another, as someone who that has, that's happened to me, all you do is you double-fold the little part. Yeah, right. that's hard. Yeah, and I mean, I've had to do that a bunch of times. Yeah, but they went after, especially Ernie's like, oh, beautiful shirt-tie combo, and then, right. bam! <laughs> and then, <laughs> with and then last night, the best part is the reaction on Twitter from people when uh, they do these skits or they make fun of them. Last night, I guess uh, Kenny was walking around and he made fun of how his knees are so knock-kneed. Right. Like, how does he move around? And then you realize that Kenny was in the dunk contest and also in the three-point contest. Yeah, right. right. Like, that's the, the – you know, basketball coaches, you see it when Doc Rivers walks. Isn't it painful, John? Yeah. Or, wait, or when Kevin McHale used to come off. Yeah, the Kevin McHale walks, oh, like, walks like Herman Munster. Dude, how about check out Bill Walton? I saw Bill Walton on Wednesday night of this week. And Bill's ankles are completely fused. Yeah. And Ugh. he walks around like, you know, kind of like looking like he's holding on just to try and stay up. And that's my man. Yeah, I love Walton. We were talking about that earlier that, it, like, Bergman can't stand him. You either. What? There's nobody in the so middle. Rude. There's nobody so in the middle on Walton. You're either like me and you go to the church of Walton mm-hmm. and you love him. I w- I'd watch Bill do a game when one team's up by 30 just to hear all the dumb stuff he's going to say. And there are people like Bergman that just want him to shut up. You talked about that a long why? time ago. Don't be vanilla. And right. Bill Walton with the Clippers, eh, he was okay. Was Although he was pretty funny. He was funny. But but now, people, do you remember that he was with the Clippers? No, he's out there. You, right. He's definitely not vanilla. I love Walton because if most of the time he's doing some sorry Pac-12 games. Right, but I think the point, <laughs> Greg, I won't speak for you, but I think the point that people that don't like Bill is. Let it, me guess. It, you, he doesn't stop. He doesn't he stop. He doesn't and, stop. And it's, it's just, it takes away from the game. Yeah, it but takes away from the game. But you're watching the game. I'm, I am watching the game. I'm watching a UCLA game. It's just, it's frustrating. He's not talking about anything whatsoever. God Some bless him. Are, yeah, well, because he's that not, one reverse layup really mess. made a difference. He's not well, no. actually saying anything. He's not saying nothing. He's a conference of champions. Look what he, uh, Did you nothing. hear the clip we played just a minute ago? No. All right, so this is Dave. Do you have it, Jorge? Yeah, Dave Pash has just signed a contract extension. Uh, with ESPN. Congratulations, he's so Dave. He's, he's awesome. So yeah. good. I'm with you, Dave. So he's, he's Bill is his uh, broadcast partner, and he made a social media post to congratulate. He calls him D. We'll hear Call, it. Calls him D. Here you go. D. D. Help me now. I'm being bombarded. Sonic vibrations. <laughs> swirling conspiracy theories. Flesh-eating low-end, mindless, nonsensical cliches with aspirations to mediocrity. D, D, D. Anyway, I heard the news. The deal went down. For what? 
I can't figure it out. My ears have burned off. Gee, whatever. <laughs> Gee. There you go. There's uh, Bill. And, and he's right. not actually saying anything. So, By the way, you're, so listening congratulations. K- you're listening to KSPN Los Angeles, KRDC Pasadena, Los Angeles, a good karma brand's radio station. So Mason and I used to do weekends at the Fox Sports Radio Network. Oh, yeah. Was, and they're I, they're the coast. I was yep, working with uh, our buddy Jim Lampley back and, then. And, and oh, Cap, yeah. I was yep. working with a guy that you went on to be partners right. with for years and years. I was working with Billy Ray Smith. Right. And, and by the way, right after... After that, I was working with Stephen A. Smith at those same studios. Okay, so so we we it's a it's a national show. It's going to like five hundred affiliates, and Billy Ray and I would be Jim Mora would join us during football season. He was great playoffs. Yeah, that guy. Playoffs. And so we when football season would end, one of our weekly guests, our regular guest, was Bill Walton. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you, I'm not exaggerating this. Billy Ray and I would be sitting in studio, and I would say. We're back, coast to coast, and joining us as he does every week is Bill Walton. How you doing, Bill? And Billy Ray and I would take off our headphones, <laughs> go get coffee. Billy Ray would go to the bathroom. I'd then go back to the bathroom. We'd come back, and our producer. Still be talking. Still our producer, going. Eric Peterson, at first, like, oh, yeah. we, did, we did it, th- we did it, three, or four, we did it three or four times, and Eric would like, where are you guys going? What are you doing? What are you doing? And after a while, Eric would leave with us. Like, <laughs> and Bill, Bill would go, I mean, minimum three minutes. And for a guy oh, who my stuttered. God, the, yeah. The sun is on the coast of the Pacific. I've ridden my bike. Cortez, the greatest dog in the history of the world, is with me. (laughs) And he would just set it up. And it was the greatest. He does a great job. And the fact that a few years ago he was contemplating suicide. He talked about the issues. Is that that, real? Yeah. He had major major back problems. Major back problems. And he was in so much pain that he wanted to alleviate the pain that he was going through. uh, Because the back surgeries weren't uh, successful for him. So he talked about that. And that's why he now has his new... uh, surge in life where he goes and just enjoys every moment so when the broadcast partners that he has like dave pash or jason bonetti he never talks to them before the game he will only talk to them as soon as they turn put on the headsets and that's it so none of it is planned so his partners have no clue what's going on by the way on. that's how ireland and i work we never talk before the show yeah ever, matter, never, yeah but ever. you guys have been around what, right, 30 years matter of fact i worry if we see each other before the show that we're going to screw up yeah, the yeah. show John yeah, right. say, don't tell me uh, we're, don't doing say show. we're doing the show yeah, yeah don't i finally say i finally indoctrinated bergman bergman used to go hey i got all these great ideas no, and now no, no, greg no, no, no. what do you tell me Save it for the radio. Save right. it for radio. <laughs> of course. Of course. I, I, I'll I'm, tell pr- you guys. I'm proud of Bergman. The other day I was having a conversation with him, and he, he brought it. He goes, I'm saving all this for the show. And I thought, <laughs> my work with you is done. Yeah, so I want to bounce a, an idea off you. My, uh, my mom and not stepdad, Leo. The Giants fan. The Giants fan. Mm-hmm. And the 49ers fan. Yeah, he's nice. Um, he is nice, actually. They're in Ohio right now, so they're not listening. Okay. Yeah, what about the app? What about the app? Because Cap loves they the app. I, I'm addicted the to the app. Beto, we all love the app. But We're I paid to love the I'm app. I'm assuming there was family. Cool. My niece, <laughs> my niece just had a baby. That's why my mom's back there. Okay, cool. So has the baby downloaded the app yet? I don't know yet, but uh, I'm I'm telling. Yeah, I'm getting kids on my street to download. Same, the app. Right, same. So, I, I have my daughters so, like going through their high school, having every kid download the yeah, app. Okay. It's uh, Mother's Day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it is not stepdad Leo's birthday coming up. Okay. And so I have this idea. I don't know if it's a good one or not. All right. Leo used to have a dog. Oh, it this was is a risky. King Charles oh, you can't. Spaniel. And I thought, you know, it's a, it's a pretty expensive breed. But I thought, I'm going to give them a dog for Mother's Day slash Leo's I, birthday. I, here's my two cents. 
it's a very thoughtful thing. But I don't think you can take something that what's the word I'm looking for? I'm in, that you that uh, le- life changing. That le- yeah, life changing. That's good. As a gift. I do, think you gotta run it by him first. Better, what do you think? Do they want a dog? They've taught Leo talks about having a dog all Yeah, the but let him my go dog, pick my yeah, I know, but I thought I'd surprise them. Uh, no, at that surprise age, you don't want to be surprised because maybe they're already happy. Cap, 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 what do you think? Surprise? Get him no. a chihuahua. I mean, I mean, Mace, I think this is an, a lovely gesture. Yeah. Very, very That's loving. It's an expensive gesture, too. It though. is. Yeah. 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 Generous. But Cap, would you go through with it? Um, I wouldn't, and I would not want to be on the receiving end. Yeah. Because it's Mace. Think of it this way. Yep. If there's any part of them that doesn't want the dog, they can't say it. Oh, they have right. to accept the mm-hmm. gift. They can't give it back. Like, yeah, does he want that kind of dog? To, yeah, that's the exact. That's I what almost, he wants. Leo loves. I almost did But does he from, want that dog? What if he wants a different he breed? Said, he always talks about someday. Someday I'll have another King Charles Spaniel. Well, maybe he's dropping yeah. a hint, John. I mean, maybe we ought to consider. Uh, Leo but, will tell him. But <laughs> Cap, it's. I almost did this for my mom when, after my dad died. I said, I don't want you to be alone in the house. I think you'd love to have a dog, and she basically wouldn't let me do it and she now has a cat and loves the cat um, i got a bead on a uh cavalier king charles spaniel for 1500 bucks it's yeah so a, it is a very it's a very, very expensive nice, this uh, is a little baby puppy. dog or is this baby a... puppy dog okay. yes oh. give us some giant so, tickets man so let me ask you guys, <laughs> screw that let me ask you guys a question about something that just went down on sports center um there's this book coming out oh yeah about can't wait to talk about, about it. Phil oh. mickelson oh. yeah um big jam Yes. Yes. And in the book, the thing that got him in trouble was all the stuff he said about the Saudis. But in the book, it documents $40 million in gambling losses. Over the course of four years. Whoa. I read the Um, excerpt this morning by Alan Shipnuck. Phil is worth hundreds of millions. So. But at one point, it's his money. Right. Is losing forty million cap if you're worth five hundred million something or nothing? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. I mean, listen, it's a lot of money, obviously, to all of us. But having forty million dollars in gambling debt—that's a monster problem. That's not like, hey, I went to the casino. Even if you have five hundred million, yeah. no, it's still a monster problem. Well, here's—did I mean, you read the excerpt? No. Okay, yeah. so in the excerpt this morning, that by Alan Shipnuck, who said that Phil didn't talk to him about it, right? So he said that Phil. Was making forty million probably in salary per year and losing about ten. But the way that Phil's lifestyle of maintaining mansions, of maintaining his staff, maintaining everybody, that there might be some there's some rumors out there that Phil was maybe breaking even, if not being in the red, really? because of his expenses and his lifestyle that he was living. But so he was chasing money with the gambling. Yeah, yeah. It, Although what's weird is, I mean, so you and taxes because he's a California guy. Because remember, Phil a couple years ago, Phil was big on hey taxes in California need to change. They need to change. Need yeah. to change because. He was having these games. Well, because but, none of us knew that behind the scenes, these kinds of things were going on. Here, I'll just give you guys an example. Yep. And I'll, I'll, I'll try and be, um, I won't be specific. I'll try and be global. Okay. So Phil was, was past tense, a member at a very, very, very fancy country club out in the desert. Okay. And um, Phil is no longer a member there. And one of the members, I, I kind of dug into this guy. And who knows Phil horn? quite well? No, it's not no, big no. Horn. And I and I dug into this guy because I know he he plays with Phil and he knows Phil. He drinks wine, whatever. Yep. I'm like, what what's going on here? And he told me this story about how Phil um, knew that this book was coming out, 
And there's so much in here beyond just the gambling losses mm. and his opinions on whatever else. But there's stuff in there about, uh, apparently, who he is off the course that I guess PGA players know about and the general public doesn't know about and his wife found out about. Let's call it that, okay? okay. And Phil's, Phil said to his wife, this is according to this guy, so again, take it for what it's worth here. Phil says to this guy, um, well, yeah, I told my wife I had to. I had to tell her everything because before the book comes out, I had to tell her. I had to cut it off at the pass. Wife apparently goes into the country club and confronts a bunch of the guys mm-hmm. in the dining room. And the guys wind up saying to him, dude, you can't be a member here. We, we, we're all private people here. You can't be telling your wife and have your wife come confront us. So like his, it seems like, this is, again, I'm telling you very good sources. Right. It seems like things are spiraling for him. Wow. Yeah, and the excerpt also says that he owed his caddy a couple hundred thousand in back pay. Wow. Well, what's, what's interesting about that, Beto, is that almost inexplicably, and now it makes sense, his caddy, Bones McKay, it was mm-hmm. one of the most popular caddies on tour. They had been together for 25 years. They had it incredible. And out of the blue, one day he said, my brother is my new caddy. Yeah. So maybe and that... they had that press conference of how they were all oh, everything's great. We're, you know, right. we're, it's like a amicable divorce. You know, it's no. an easy breakup. No, no, no. You know where you know where I think and Phil been, might be. And by the way, Cap, he's been yeah. very quiet. Oh, yeah. over the past several months, and maybe this is why. Well, maybe no, he knows no the storm well, I mean, the is Saudi coming. Thing was pretty reprehensible. Yeah. Well, did you, uh, Cap? Did you see the? I mean, I see in the first paragraph it had how Phil called Shipnuck, who was writing the book about him. And his wife was actually working for Phil back in the day as a stylist or something like that and made a bunch of bets, like almost 50 bets on November college basketball. Right. Like right in front of them. Like, wow. What? Yeah. You know, it, so if you've lost $40 million, isn't there a point where you realize somewhere along the way you're just not good at this? Like, there are about 40 million reasons Phil should not be Well, gambling. but here's the thing. He's, he's just chasing. Apparently, he's no good. Apparently, yeah, he's chasing, exactly. Apparently, Charles Barkley is a big gambler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently. Um, but he makes so much money that as long as he's not gambling away everything. But here's the weird thing well, about Jordan's all, a big gambler, too. Here's, yeah. Here's the weird thing about all this, though, Cap. Don't these guys have a group of best friends that would tell them, look, man. You got them pro- off. You got a problem. Well, Barkley used to be you in gotta his circle. You got to stop. You, you, Jordan and Barkley don't talk yeah. anymore. Um, it, it, it and uh, they used to both, both Barkley and Jordan used to be tight with Tiger. Yep. And when Tiger's life blew up, he stopped talking to those yeah. guys. So there's a whole world out there. Cap got into some of it. You just buy I new would, friends. Where, where, well, right? Where I'm trying to get I, somebody buy me, please. Yeah, here's what I would argue, John. I would argue that some of his closest friends. Are guys who have their hands on part of that forty million? There you go. Uh, because seriously, yeah. like when oh. Phil Phil's reputation has been that when he plays golf, he plays for big big money, and lots of cash gets exchanged at the end of it all. And um, as great as he may be as a PGA player, you know when you're playing a game against somebody with a handicap and they get a lucky hole, um, it could it could take you for the day. And uh, you know, forty million dollars sounds like a lot of money, right? But eighty million sounds like a lot more, doesn't it? Well, yeah. remember, this is forty million after taxes. But does anybody you know, believe 80 million. that yeah. you can actually win at this game? Can can you win at sports gambling? I don't think you can. Yeah, I've never been. Well, I, I think there's a very small percentage of people that okay. have you can to do get this a for win, a living. But yeah. You can have an edge. I don't but, think but wait a second. it's a lot of discipline. A lot. But wait a second. Here, here's the next part of this Phil Mickelson story. Okay. You guys have heard the name Billy Walters before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I think he's friends with Phil, right? So, well, was. Billy Walters is probably the most famous gambler. He treats gambling 
the way Jim Cramer treats the stock market. Right, you know, 60 Minutes did a piece on this guy, right. Cap. HBO Real Sports has done yeah. pieces on him, et cetera, et cetera. When all of this stuff went down with Phil and this accusation of insider trading, the guy who went to jail and the guy who took the fall was this guy, Billy Walters. Hmm. So Billy Walters, in his 70s, went and served, I want to say, three or four years oh, in jail. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And now Billy's out. He's out of jail. In fact, I'll tell you, he rented a buddy of mine's house down in Rancho Santa Fe. Mm, beautiful. He, um, he's out of jail, and now he says he's writing a book. So the, the intimation is that he went and took the fall for Phil, served the jail time, and now he's out, and now he wants a piece. Okay, mm. so we'll see how that goes. All right, Cap and Beto coming up. By the way, I'll see you on Tuesday. Why? Have fun. A couple of well-deserved days off. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, screw you guys. Man, I want that. <laughs> Sedano and Cap with Beto coming up next, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> yeah! Wow. You want to do this with me, Beto? Nope. Bing, ba-da, bing. That's all you, man. Do, That's like the Mason. Ah, it's only for him, man. It's only for him. Yeah, it's it's just for me? Yeah, man. That was mad. Hey, hey, by the way. I just yeah. got a text message from a random number. I don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. It said, Kaplan, bringing the good content first time. Will the show get better? Wow. Wow. Cap, the haters are out, bro. Hey, dude, listen. It's but, good hey, thing. they're listening. They're listening. Yeah, it's a good thing I got thick skin, man. Rhino skin over here. You see number what I'm saying? Number is uh, 760, wherever that's at. So 760, that can be uh, out in the desert. Uh, that can be Riverside. That could be Temecula. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of places that could be. Whatever Going it out is, east. though. We started strong, Cap. We won Game of Games. We Dude, brought the you content. Game of Let's games. go. Yeah. You, I mean, how could they not get Freddie Freeman? Really? Well, I didn't get it. Well, I mean, this Dodger won a World Series last year. Uh, hello? Eh. All right. I mean, listen, maybe I'm just feeling like that was the one that I was going to get. Sometimes it's too obvious. Yeah, yeah. What up, Cap? Beto, how are you? First of all, you know what these guys call me, Beto? They tell me that I'm a stalker because I follow everybody on social <laughs> no, media. You're going to start with that. But, Cap, I do listen because, you know, I got the app, so I listen, right? Dude, the app is bomb, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you're not a stalker because you follow them, but I have a feeling you're the guy that makes mental notes of everything to bring it up in conversation. You know? So what do you, what do you think I'm about to bring up then? Um, uh, may I don't know. Like, I don't know. Sedano hasn't posted anything. No, that's true. Uh, that's true. Oh, you'll bring on mine? No, I wasn't planning on bringing okay. up yours okay. yet. All right. what yeah. else? Then I don't know. Who else do you follow? Well, well, let me tell you something. Our very own Laura, who speaking of being a stalker. Okay. I saw Beto that you were backstage at 710 ESPN and you tried to hook her up with a gift on Cinco de Mayo of some Tapatio peanuts. Yeah. Unappreciative kid over here. Laura, I'm is allergic. that? Nah. I'm allergic. I'm allergic to peanuts. Uh, wow. Like deadly allergic. What happens to you? I will die. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah. So I can't open these? No, no, no. I have to in, like eat them. All right. So I picked up the kid from school. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, you know what? 
let me be a smart aleck and I'll bring something, you know, uh, Cinco de Mayo-ish before we get all the bad jokes out of the way, right? So okay. I was looking for something and I was like, oh, I saw these tapatio mixed nuts. And I'm like, all right, cool. I was going to bring them for our producer. Nah, she's in a bad mood. I'll leave her alone. Um, I'm like thinking Funch or Bergman or something. I was like, oh, then I see Laura and I'm, you know what? Laura and I got a little beef sometimes. So I'm like, you know what? Let me offer a peace offering, right? Tapatio mixed nuts. Here we go. And she's like, ah! I'm allergic to peanuts and runs out of the building. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> all right, cool. I'm like, they're closed. And, and by you, I only brought a small bag. I ain't yeah, being that nice. But still, you know. But gracias. I appreciate it. 30 yeah. minutes later, Cap. Oh, my God. 30 you minutes li- later. He's lying because I said thank you. I just can't have What one. happened to the thought that counts, Cap? Of course. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I understand. Remember, I'm the guy that gave the robe. You know, I didn't even get so much as what you just got. The the thank you that was very I sweet. I, I hate the robe. I'm giving it no, to somebody I else. I said thank you, and I said the person that got the robe loves the robe. Loves that robe. He does. But I am Beto, not. Who are you referring to? That's in a bad mood because I hope it's not me because I'm not in a bad mood. Yeah, you are. You're in a bad mood. What are you talking about? I even talked to you today. Yeah, you're in a bad mood because you're not here with us. <laughs> oh, well, okay. That's I'm why. Sorry. I didn't. I didn't know that. That's what you equated. I bring that tequila. With. I bring mixers, and nobody Wait, here where, to hang out with you. Where is that at? I mean, wow. I you're allergic. That. You're allergic. I was not offered the. Oh, you're mixers. not allergic to tequila, huh? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. Tapatio nuts. Yeah, yeah tequila. Yeah. No, I'm uh-huh, good. Uh-huh. I mean, if it would have been like tapatio cashews and just almonds, I'm all in. Right here it says cashews and almonds. You need to look at the bag. peanuts, peanuts. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Beto, for the record, I'm in a great mood, and I was oh. going to say because you're here, but I mean, you're out oh, here you're always in wow. Liz, you're wow. the best. I like when you text me. You're, you're cool, man. We're, Thanks. We're ready to go. But I was, uh, I was wondering, uh, since I'm considered now the stalker of the group because I follow everybody on social media, and you're right, Beto, I do. I kind of make mental notes of things that I see and things that stick with me. I saw Laura this morning with a tweet that said, I'm on cloud nine, and that doesn't even begin to cover it. Laura, what was cloud nine? I'm dying to know. Um, Come on, I don't like all these cryptic (laughs) messages. Tell me what's going on. See, this is why you're the stalker. Why bring this up? It sounds like one of those away messages that you used to leave on, like, AIM. <laughs> wow. You know, like, it's a messenger. Damn. Like, no, I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, because pe- people would be like, oh, what are you talking about? Who are you referring to there? Right? I mean, why so cryptic? high school messages. All right, here yeah. we go. What's with the cryptic nature? Oh, I mean, if you're I'm on not cloud in your nine, top eight anymore. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you're on cloud nine, tell us what's going on, girl. I'm just in a really Cap, good she's space. doing. The, she's yeah. doing exactly what you're not. What, oh, you fell into it. Right? Really? When people send those cryptic messages or they'll post something like subliminal and everyone's like, oh, ooh, ooh, what, what, what? They want you to ask this. Right. So oh, I'm asking. No, no just leave it. On, just ignore it. So I'm asking. No, it's just a good day. Why don't you just text her? Every day is a good day. There's only two kinds of days, good days and great days. Come on. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. How do you like that? It's good. That's something that somebody usually posts on their Instagram story. <laughs> it's going to be a good day, great day. There's like, oh, girl, why? What happened? Did you get promoted? Well, Cap, I'm surprised that you didn't say anything about all of us being at the Dodger game last night when you seemed like you kind of like were having FOMO yesterday when we talked about it. No, no FOMO at all. I I would have loved to have gone to the Dodger game with you guys last night. It's just that I had some business that I had to take care of. You know, I'm a businessman is what I am. How did your business go? It went actually quite well until the end of the dinner when my stomach started to rumble. Uh And I was like, oh, no, this isn't good right here. This is not good. And I started to squirm in my seat. You know, and then I was like, hey, thanks for dinner. This is really great. Like, that was kind of like my way of I got to go, you know, and then I was like, hey, I'm going to go hit the men's room before I hit the road. So nice to see you, man. And then he went one way and I ran. I mean, ran to the bathroom, you know, and while in there, I contemplated 
Beto, have you heard about Steve Mason's use of his laptop in is the bathroom? Is this the part where Sedona goes, <sighs> extra? Is this it right here? No, I don't think we're there yet. Oh, okay. I don't think we're there yet. The, no. the Sedano sigh, right. and then was the, followed by the extra. I mean, yeah. we're 10 minutes into the show, and you're already telling me about the itis. About the what? <laughs> itis. The itis? Oh, no, no, I, I couldn't help it, man. I mean, you know, the stomach happens, you know? There was something I ate, and I don't know what it was, but it didn't want to be inside of me. Extra. Yeah. So anyway, I'm yes. in the bathroom, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking, if Steve Mason puts his laptop on the toilet seat, there's no way. Beto, have you heard about all this? Yeah, I listen, unfortunately, to that part. Really? You didn't like that? Taking your your laptop to the bathroom. Listen, I'm not the one who does it. He's the one who does it. But I hung my bag up on the on the back of the door, and then I was there, and I was like, you know, this is going to be a little while. And then I thought to myself, if I had my laptop on my lap right now, this would be fine. And then I could just stick it right in my bag. I don't even have to put it on the toilet seat. I mean, this is a legitimate thing. You could actually what do is, this. What is so important? I'm not, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not. I mean... Why do you need your laptop in the bathroom? Well, I don't. I use my phone. Okay. But last night I was thinking about could it really be done? <laughs> I mean, anything's possible, right? Anything's possible, like, like uh, Kevin Garnett said. Here we go. No, but no, don't do that, Cap. Come on, you're better than this. See, we had started so good, Cap. You were bringing the content. You were good to go. And then now we're going, come on, take us back, take us back. Really? Is yeah. that what happened here? Yeah, it just mm. really come on. Wow, Let's all get right, energy back on, baby. Let's all go. right, you ready? Let's go. Bum, 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 bum. Hey! It was great. Uh, it was awesome, as a matter of fact. Great. Glad to have you here today, Beto. Looking forward to today <laughs> and tomorrow with you, pal. <laughs> Let's bum, go. Da, da, there it is. Ding da da do. Bing ba da bing. I like that. You know, we we need more, we need more cap like motivational quotes. I like motive motive cap. I you like that, that huh? I you do, like that? I do. I do. All right. There, there was a, a a show called Club de Cuervos a few years ago on Netflix. About, uh, it's soccer team in Mexico, but there was one of the characters whose name was Walter Basar, who just dropped these elaborate quotes. Right? I mean, the character would quote this like motivational guy named Walter Basar. You're doing that to us right now, Cap. You're bringing these quotes that are like out there. But they're out there, but they're cool, man. They make you think. I like that. You Mo- like that one? Moda Cap. I want some more of that. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that as the afternoon goes on. Yeah. Be sure to know that. I'm going to be working on this all afternoon, just so you know. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question, and I'm, I'm just I'm starting here. I got a lot we want to get into today. Um, I definitely want to get your opinion on these, what, the debate that's been happening this week to trade or not to trade LeBron. I will definitely <laughs> want to get to you on that in a little bit. Um, the Dodgers, a two-game sweep over the Giants. I want to get into that as the afternoon goes on, no doubt. Um, the Dave Chappelle attack is something, Beto, that I would love for us to talk about a little bit later on today. We already started with the Phil Mickelson thing. I want to talk more about that. I might even go so deep today into the Kentucky Derby. I mean, that, that's how crazy hey, things could get go. here today. Let's go. The mother was a mother. I mean, really? Yes. Sign I have not heard that before. Oh, my God. Mutter was a mutter, huh? The mother was a mutter. Yeah. You're like, I uh, just don't get that joke. That's what you should say, Cap. <laughs> you, you don't get Seinfeld? Um, I do get Seinfeld. I just didn't get that one. Oh. Man, I, I thought that would be perfect in your wheelhouse right there. You know, when, just bet the gray horse. How about that? Uh, that's not a bad call. Always bet the gray. Bet the roan. Cap, what color was your horse? <laughs> well, I got a lot of different colors of horses. Oh, so you still own them. I didn't know you still own horses. Oh, yeah. Well, we what we do is we, we re- 
we restock the barn. Cat, here. do you have the uh, owner's pass? Oh, yeah. So you, when you go to Del Mar, mm-hmm. do you just pull out the valet, throw the keys in the air, and walk away? Um, yeah, you do. Well, no, not yeah, really. What I, what I do is I pull in, and then Joe, the parking guy, is like, hey, Scott, how are you? And I'm like, Joe, how's it going, man? Keys are in the car. He's like, all right, no problem. Got it. Yeah, Got it handled. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. And when I go to Santa Anita, I pull up, and there's Pepe. He's the guy who runs the valet at Santa Anita. And I yeah. say, hey, Pep, what's up, baby? What's going on? Wait, what, and you give what's him the, the owner's pass? Does that mean like you get exclusive access or something? Oh, yeah. You're big time. If you have the owner's pass, you walk in, you do whatever you want, Lynn. That's precisely exactly what I was going to say. You you're, do whatever you want. away from the commoners, the you unwashed. Do you do whatever you want. The unwashed, huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Really, the dirty people. Yeah, really. you know, you, you you go to the track in a suit, right, Cap? Um, I don't like to go to the track in a but, suit. I don't like but, to. I have, I uh, have, uh, but I don't want to. But, to be honest, I want to wear flip flops and board shorts and t shirts and ball cap. caps. Don't give us this fake. I'm a man of the people commenter. You, that's not you, bro. Own being a rich guy. Go for it. Own being the uppity rich guy. Do it. I would, I would love That's to. That's who you really I would, are. I would love that. I mean, listen, there's That's a lot of pictures. Really there's a lot of videos. I mean, you can, you can find for yourself, you know? Yeah, but it's like posing. I mean, you are the rich guy with the owner's pass. Go for it. I may be the broke guy with the owner's pass. Is that possible? Nope, nope, nope. Not, no, not possible, no, huh? no, 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 no. All right. You own a horse? Um, yeah, kind of. More than how, one? You own horses? Yeah, multiple. Yeah, rich plural. Guy. Yeah, but if I told you how I did it, Beto, you'd actually appreciate it because it's it's the way a poor guy would do it. You want to hear? That's the rich way to do it. Sneak on in and all of a sudden roll it. Let's go. No, totally true story. Like when I first got into horse racing, I was trying to learn the sport because I thought I was going to do horse racing on TV. And I was standing on the outside, and I said to this guy who was teaching it to me, I said, this doesn't seem fun out here. I want to be on the inside where all those people are. And so um, I sat down with a friend of mine. I said, listen, I got this great idea for uh, horse ownership. I said, but I got no money. And he said, okay, what's the idea? I said, what we're going to do is we'll take 20 people, everybody will put in 20 grand, and we'll manage it like a fund. And before wait, 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 I knew wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You just said I had no money, but I got 20 grand? No, no, I had no money. I'm going to take 20 people oh, who, okay, okay. who are all going to put in 20 grand, and I'm going to manage it like a fund. Hey, there you go. See? And so, and, and listen, it's a true story. It's a true story. It happened in 2007. Me and a buddy of mine were like, God, do we want to own horses? I'm like, me too. I'm like, but I got four kids. Four kids means I got no money for horses. And so that and a So boat, you're the manager. So I'm the manager. So you run the syndicate. Yes. Oh boy. See? I love that. See, that's the way you do it. Yeah. See, I'm gonna write a book. How to live like a billionaire when you're On broke. On a millionaire salary. Yeah, or there when you're you broke. Go. Like how to live like how to live rich when you're broke, man. Yeah, I like that cap. That's the way to do it. That's the yeah. hustle, man. Respect that. No, well, thank you. Yeah. So anyway, listen, we got a great thing coming up today. We got a really great show. We got a lot of stuff we want to get to. Beto is in today and tomorrow. Laura is here. She's on cloud nine. Won't tell us why. Now that's going to leave it to my imagination, which means I'm going to come up with a whole bunch of things that are happening in her life, some of which may or may not be true. Uh, and maybe I am stalking. I don't know. Maybe I am. Beto's in today. Laura's here. Lindsay Baseball is in the house. And I feel like we're going to have a great, great show. I do. How do you feel, Beto? Strong. Yeah, you're feeling good? Yeah, but Okay, good. I always like it when all your friends are listening and then they uh, record themselves on listening to the radio while sitting in traffic while you're talking and then they post it on Twitter. Um, I don't, again, could be stalking. Not really yes. sure. <laughs> That's exactly it. All right, so all my friends that you guys listen, or please tag Cap on this. All right, Henry. All right, Ace. Make sure you guys tag Cap when you're listening today. Yeah, at Scott Kaplan, not at, <laughs> not at the Kaplan method. 
We we learned this the other day. Somebody somebody went to tag me, Beto, and they tagged some other guy named Scott Kaplan, whose uh, Twitter was at the Kaplan Method, and this guy started getting bombarded by the Sedano and Cap community. And he's like, who are all these people, and why are they hitting me up? I have like 300 followers on Twitter. What happened here? Uh, the power so, of Scott Kaplan. Nah, I don't know if it's the power of Scott Kaplan. Maybe the power of 710. The app. Yeah, the app is bomb. It's true. It is totally true. All right, stick around. We're just getting rolling. We're officially underway. Coming up. Let me get Beto to jump into the debate that has been happening around this radio station all week long. We'll find out what Beto thinks to trade or not to trade. We will get to that story coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap, and we are just underway here on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. I came to get down. So get off your feet and jump around. Jump around. Uh, uh, jump around. Uh, uh, jump around. Uh, uh, jump up, jump up and get down. Go, jump, 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 jump. Yeah. Dude, I'm rocking it right now. Yeah, I can only imagine you're flashing back to being in PB in the early 90s, rocking out to this. This is such a Kaplan song right here. It is. I can see this. Tight shirt, the sleeves rolled up a little bit. Yeah, keep going. You know, uh, what brand was happening in 1990? You know, maybe Bugle Boy, is that something for you? <laughs> Big dog. That's a, that's a good poll maybe, right there, uh, Bugle Boy. Some, uh, no, no, a, a, a No Fear shirt. That's what you oh, have. Oh, No Fear. No yeah. Fear, huh? A No mm. Fear, yeah, rocket. Definitely Oakley Blades. Yeah, white, cotton, no, no, maybe some, some white. Some Reeboks. Reeboks. No, 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 I was th- uh, some Vans, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Cap's like a Vans guy. Some black and white checkered Vans, old school. Yeah, I can see that. Jump working. up, jump up, and but get definitely down. PB. You were after it. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. What a great song. Hey, Kurt Loder is seventy-seven. Am I the only person here who knows who even Kurt Loder is? I know who that is. Yep. Um, MTV. I didn't have MTV. cable growing up, so I've heard the name, never saw him. Yeah, Kurt Loder. He was like one of the stars of MTV when they would break in and do like MTV News. He was the guy, the I'm go-to not, guy. Lie, the only thing, uh, only time I ever watched uh, MTV was uh, Jersey Shore. 
Oh, really? really? So yeah. you, can, you got you were late to the party. You well, were you were I, post I, videos. I, I honestly never. We never had cable at the house. My mom was watching Telemundo or Univision, so there's no need for you to have cable. And then, like that, when I moved out, I was like, "Eh, not really. I'm I'm not ever home. I don't need this." So I, Kurt Loder, I know the name. I just never watched it. I know it's just hard to believe the guy is 77 years old. But then when you think about it, and you're thinking about like the 80s when MTV was a happening thing, and I'm a kid in my teenage years, and this guy's probably 40 something, and now here we are, all these years later, and Kurt Loder's freaking 77 years old. How'd that happen? Well, Cap, you're older too, man. <laughs> like, I know. Like, I know. you know, you, you jumped around right now and your sciatica probably hurt, right? Dude. <laughs> um, yeah. It happens. I mean, I might have a little arthritis situation it going happens. down in my knee right now. Yo, there's going to be a competition between you and Mason for the most immature at the station. I've heard this. And aren't you two the, mo- the oldest guys at the station? Uh, no, that's not the case. Mason is significantly older than I am, and Ireland is probably right in there as well. Okay, oh, I you are on their age. Oh, gosh, no, man. I'm a young guy, man. I'm like I'm a millennial. Uh, young guy here, Beto. No, you're not. Very young guy. No. Very young. You're, you're on their age range, man. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, they're He's older. He's young at heart. You're young at heart. Yeah, yeah. everybody who's old says that. <laughs> I never say that. I just say I'm young. <laughs> now, you, you're definitely young thinking, young acting, young vibing. You're definitely not an old, fuddy-duddy guy like some other people. Really? You know, like yeah, yeah. Like you see, you 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 don't come across as, you know, from stalking your Instagram, you don't come across as like the old fuddy duddy dad who's like, ah, oh, here he is. You're the one who's like, hey, I'm cool with the kids. This is not, you know, you're you're you you blend in enough to where the kids want to hang out with you. Hear that, Lindsay? I'm anti-boomer. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, sorry. That's what I, that's what I thought I heard. That's what I thought I heard. <laughs> you're still an old guy, but oh. no, you're 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 just. <laughs> You're young enough to like be hippie. You're young. How do I say? You're just hippie enough to not to be the dorky dad. Okay. Well, you're kind of like um, Austin Power in Austin Powers when Doctor Evil's trying to relate to his son Scott, and he's like, "I'm hip. I'm cool. I can do the Macarena." Yeah. (laughs) You know, you you, maybe some Stussy for you. That'll be good to you. You know, you you talk to the kids like, "Hey, I have my Stussy shirts," and the kids are like. Uh, okay. Like, you know, you had the cool brands when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Like OP. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You had that. But then as you're, okay, for example, Travis, that's the old man right there. That's the old man dad right there, right? Travis probably drinks a, a Coors Light and he barbecues for the kids and the kids don't interact with them. You, you're right there playing beer pong with them. I know you are. You're after it. <laughs> well, yeah, I wish I, uh, wish I wasn't, but unfortunately I think you're right in a lot of these cases. But it's cool to be like that. You know, you, you show them the way. Like, did you teach your kids how to drink? Um, the older, the one they got older. Like, did you teach them, you know, like, don't mix the colors of your drinks? Like, don't go uh, tequila and whiskey, you know? No, I was kind of like, guys, don't drink. Here's weed. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Beto, listen, I got a lot of stuff I want to talk to you about. I'm going to need a little Beto advice here this afternoon, if you don't mind. But before we get to this advice that I need, let me get you to jump in on the debate that we've been having. Sedano and I went back and forth on this yesterday. Mason and Ireland have have ranted and raved. Um, Ireland has yelled and screamed at Travis Rogers. Everybody's having this conversation. Bill Plaschke wrote about it in the L.A. Times. Stephen A. Smith's talked about it on first take. So, Beto, I'm throwing it to you. Should the Lakers be contemplating trading LeBron James? For who? For what? What are you going to do with it? It's a 
effing star-driven city, right? What did John Ireland say? Yeah, hit I that, agree with hit John. That you got to do that, right? Um, what are you going to get for LeBron if you're going to trade him? What are you doing? What star are you going to bring in? And yes, you do need a star. And I agree with John. You know, and the, there was a good story today by Sam Amick in The Athletic about what LeBron is going to do, where he gets the option and everything else like that. You know, maybe they just have that one-year deal with him where they keep on going and figuring it out year by year. But if you're – who, why, what are you going to trade for? And who's going to help you out in a potential trade? So what, so you can get draft picks in 2030? You know, what are we doing here? What is possibly the the reason that you want to trade him that's going to make it worthwhile? And who in the NBA is going to want to take LeBron James and help out the Lakers, right? You're going to get back a bunch of young kids and draft picks, and then you're going to miss the playoffs. So you'd rather miss the playoffs again. What, what are we doing? What? Oh, I like this. I like this. See, I'm not for Le- trading LeBron. I'm actually for re-signing LeBron and forgetting about trying to trade Russell Westbrook I'm for trying to keep Russell Westbrook and making it all work. Yes. because I'm you, on the opposite side of this whole argument. You need to figure things out, right? And you need to get pieces around them that are young, that are dogs, that get after it, that battle, that fight, who have that mentality of, I need to stick around and just try to get some minutes here, and I need to get a check. I need to make some noise. Lakers didn't have that. They don't have that. And obviously, what are you going to do with the coaching situation? You know, and again, that story about Sam Amick about how Vogel couldn't control Westbrook, and that's part of the reason he's gone. Like, there were so many different factors of why Vogel and the Lakers didn't work out this year. You know, one of them being because they were a bunch of old guys. You know, you have to figure out what you can do to go find the pieces that help you out. And I know everybody's going to say, well, look at Caruso. Look where he's at. You know, yeah, but Caruso wanted to get that big payday too, right? So you had to figure some things out. So you need to find guys that are going to help you out and be the dogs for you. You don't need to have LeBron carrying you, but but still, at the end of the day, LeBron, when he's on, he's going to give you something. Well, look, I, again, I'm asking you to get involved in this this argument because it's been ongoing now for days here on the radio station. Because and by there's the way, nothing else to talk about. And, well, and because look, we're talking like sleep with today the whole day, Mason, and everything else. It's LeBron is such a lightning figure with Laker fans because most Laker fans, not all, most don't view him as a Laker. They view him as a guy, like Laura would say, they just came here and he won with the Lakers and that's it. But he's not, quote-unquote, a Laker. So they're going to hold that against him. But the dude is a baller. The dude gets things done for you when everything's right for you. And, yes, you're going to have to take what we saw this season with it when you get LeBron. But you're going to tell me you wouldn't have traded for LeBron or you wouldn't have signed for LeBron or you won't go get him on your team if you're somebody else? Of course you will. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I'm on the complete opposite side of this. I'm for keeping LeBron. I'm for trying to get AD as healthy as possible, ah, and they only play the 21 AD part, games. The AD part, oh, that's no. I know. Thing. I mean, listen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying I want to give it at least a shot. When they only play 21 games, I want to see these guys play 60 games. All right, hold that thought. We'll be right back. We want to talk more about this, and I need Beto's advice on something, and I probably am going to need everybody else's as well. You'll ex- you'll understand why here in just one second. Beto's in for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I was surprised to hear that Kurt Loder is 77 and Chris Brown is 33. That's it, huh? Yeah, man. He's been around for a while. Yeah. Started off young. Got some bangers out there. You hear that, Laura? He got some bangers. I see no lies and I hear no lies. Like Alex Toussaint plays those club bangers. I took one of his classes today on the Peloton. Did you know? Are you a Peloton guy? I am. You're that freak guy? What do you mean that freak guy? Like who talks about Peloton all the time? Yeah, I love Peloton. All right. Hey, at your age, you got to do it, man. You can't run as much. Well, I'm running as well now. I'm back <laughs> out on the road. Age. I'm, no, I'm no, 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 no. Because he, Cap, at his age, he can't run the way he used to when he was training for triathlons. It takes yeah. a toll on you. No, nah, but I'm back out on the roads, Beto. I'm, out, I'm back really? out. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get my run back on. Really? I've been yeah. trying. It's hard, man. I know it's it is. When you, when you stop running for a long time, and you now have to start all over oh, again. Yeah. You got no base left at all. You oh, know. Yeah. I mean, like, listen. When there, boxers there was, uh, say that they want to get back into the fight after they've been quote unquote retired, yeah. trainers always tell them, "All right, we'll talk after two weeks of running. Mm-hmm. After you do the road work, and then because you're so sore because you haven't been doing it." Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I've been trying to get back to my running. I used to be one of those guys that, like, if you didn't run at least like six or seven miles, then it wasn't even really a workout. Yeah. And now I'm like. Okay, if I can just do three miles without stopping. You were all. an Iron Man. Your lungs were different. Your body was different, man. Yeah, it's yeah. It's different. Like, you, back when you are in your 20s, you used to get loaded and pound every night and then wake up to go to work the next day like nothing. Now, you drink on a Thursday, you're done till Tuesday. Oh, dude, listen. You can't recover. Uh, two nights ago, I told everybody I went to see Pearl Jam start their tour yeah. and didn't get home till 2 o'clock in the morning. And Oof. then last night, I left L.A. Live at 9 o'clock and didn't get home till 10.30 last night. So it's been back-to-back school nights where I've been out and about. And so, yeah, you don't, you don't recover quite the same way. I can, I can attest to that. Yeah, but you're bringing it though right now. Good job. Good Thank job. you. All right, let me talk to you about something. Laura and Lindsay, I may need you guys to jump in on this as well. In fact, I know for a fact I'm going to. You ready? <laughs> Go. Here it goes. I got a problem. I got a problem, and I need somebody to help me out with something here, okay? So I get a call from a guy the other day. I won't say any names. And I'm going to tell you honestly, I don't really know this guy that well. Like, I'm, I wouldn't say we're friends. I would definitely say we're acquaintances at best. And I really, really don't know this guy that well. Well, a Wait, year ago. You said he, he called you, right? Yeah. Is it because he, like, somehow, like, crowdsourced your phone number from someone else? Or did you guys actually exchange phone no, numbers? No, no. We have exchanged numbers. Okay, we've right. we've had a couple of calls together. I'm already okay. suspect about the phone call. Because who calls anymore? Well, when I say call, let me rephrase it. He texted, okay? okay so let's, right, just, right, let's call okay, it that. All right. So I don't know this guy that well, okay? But I know him a little bit. Mm. And a year ago, he said to me, he goes, hey, listen, can I call in a small favor? Do you mind? And I said, geez, no, man. Go ahead. Anything. Go ahead. Strike one. Okay. You. Right there. Yeah, anything, man. I know. It's bad bad when I do that, isn't it? Anytime somebody says a small favor, yeah, right. I know. I know. Like that automatically is a bad start. So the guy calls me a year ago. I said, hey, can I call in a small favor? I said, yeah, sure, man. What can I do for you? 
He said, hey, you're friends with these guys. They own this fancy hotel. Huh. I really want to get my, uh, my wife and kids in. I, I want to take them for Mother's Day to this hotel for a Mother's Day brunch. Could you help me get a table? This is a year ago, right? So I said, um, yeah, okay, let me see what I can do. And I call my friend who owns the place. I go, hey, can, can I get a buddy of mine in for Mother's Day? And he says, look, we're really sold out. We're oversold. But if he's a friend and you're asking me for a favor, I'll do a favor for you. So I'm calling in a favor for somebody who's calling in a favor. Do you understand? Okay. Now, now, is it is this bad already still? Um, You said he's not a friend, so right. I would have ended it right there. I would have okay. done the, yeah, yeah, let me try, and then wait a day and be like, dude, there's nothing. Okay. Well, see, that's what I should have done. But instead- Oh, you actually tried? Oh, not just tried, Beto. I actually called the guy who owns the hotel. I said, hey, can you help me out? A friend is asking for a favor. And my friend who owns the hotel- did this acquaintance a favor, okay? This is a year ago. All right. When I tell you guys I've not spoken to this guy in a year, we're not friends. We don't hang out. He doesn't call me and say, hey, you want to go for dinner? Hey, you want to go to a ball game? We are not friends. Acquaintances at very best. This guy calls me this week. Today's Thursday. He called me on Tuesday. Called, text. He goes, hey, man. Um, hey, do you think you can get me into that hotel again this year? Um, I need for three at 10.30 in the morning on Mother's Day. Thinking to myself, dude, it's Tuesday. Mother's Day is Sunday. It's a fancy hotel. They got, they're, they're overbooked and overbooked and overbooked. And this guy hasn't talked to me in a year, and now he's calling in yet another favor? That's your problem. You helped him. Why would you not help him again? You helped him in the past. If I'm him, heck yeah, I'm going to go back to the well because, hey, Cap came through before. Why not? So what what should I do? Ghost. Ignore. You don't have to explain yourself. You, this isn't a friend of yours, right? Not a friend. You don't see him at all, right? Never. Never see him. Never see him? Never. All right. So he texted you. What did you do? What do you think I did? I delete the text. Okay, that's what you do. See, but I'm, I'm, I'm vicious about it because people you know I don't like you. probably said, like, oh, yeah, let me check on it. Yeah, he did. Because Cap wants everybody to like him. It's not really so much about being liked. It's just one of these things. It's a terrible personality trait when you can't say no. Uh, I, once again, a you problem, Cap. Yeah. So here's what I did. So the guy he texts me, hey, man. Wait, you engaged it? Oh, man. The dude hasn't talked to you in a year, and you replied. Beto, uh, listen to me. You're making me feel worse than I already feel, okay? Man, I thought you had a spine, man. I got this terrible habit, man. I can't say no to people for some reason. Cap, you have the people-pleasing trait. Yeah, he wants people like, yeah, Cap you to gotta, care You got to go to therapy for that. And I'm not even joking because I do it. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where, sure, it's fine to help people out, like your loved ones and stuff like that. But then when you start doing things that make you uncomfortable or Wait, you do that, this often? I feel like you do. Ooh, see, I didn't know that. Oh, we're doing therapy right <laughs> that, now. That's a lot. You definitely need some help. Wow, you know? this is yeah. a recurring theme with him. I didn't know that. I mean, I, I heard like <gasps> once or twice, but it's, Lindsay's right. Like, you have to go and you got to set boundaries. Okay, right? all right, so finish it up. Kat, what did you do? Did you help so here's the, the thing. So the guy texts me. He goes, hey, man. He goes, how you doing? I know it's been a little while, but any way you could get me uh, in for three at 1030 on Mother's Day at this really fancy hotel that your friend owns? And I'm thinking to myself, like, my first reaction is, you mother effer. 
I haven't spoken to you in a year. We're not friends. We're barely acquaintances. Yeah, I did you a I did it. you a favor say a year ago, and now a year later yeah. you're going to text me asking yeah. me for the exact same thing. Come yeah. on, man, really? I agree with you on that. That was a jerk move for it him is. to do that. I, like that's but, a very yo, ballsy yo, move. Hey, but he probably knows that Capkin is going to come through. So why not take advantage? Why not use it? I'm going to tell you what happened I, I, on his side. I'm going to tell you what happened when we come back. I'm going to tell you what happened here. And he sends the text. I received the text. I'm furious that he would even ask me. And I will tell you how this ends because I really want everybody's advice about this. Stick around. Beto's in for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.